Hello, beautiful homemakers, and welcome to the Blossomed Homemaker Podcast. My name is Ellie, and I'm going to be your host throughout this podcast. I'm a wife, a twin mom, and a homemaker who is qualified in hospitality and events planning with a passion for women and moms as a productivity coach, teaching you, dear homemaker, how to be the manager of your mindset to be able to set that beautiful tone inside your home with faith, my blog, my e-course, and this podcast. So grab a nice hot cup of coffee or tea and let's get started. Hello, beautiful ladies, and welcome back to a new episode over here on the Blossomed Homemaker podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about marriage because we are seeing love everywhere, hearts everywhere, and love is absolutely in the air in this month of February. So I want to touch base on marriage, and I just want to share my heart a little bit on this topic today. So we're going to be talking about honoring your husband. So I want you to go and grab a nice hot cup of coffee or tea and join me today. Ladies, as a Christian woman, I love talking about the topic of marriage and honoring God through our marriages, what our roles are and what God's perfect design is for women, wives, and mothers. And ladies, I know that marriage isn't always sunshine and rainbows, and I know in marriage that there are disagreements and sometimes disappointments and challenging times. I wholeheartedly understand that. However, we are to glorify and honor God inside our marriages because it is pleasing to the Lord. And also, I do know how overwhelming it can sometimes get for us because we are constantly trying to measure ourselves up to that perfect Proverbs 31 woman. And that, ladies, I can assure you is a study I have done over and over. And I think I have absolutely picked apart the Proverbs 31 women multiple times in my Bible, in books, in Bible study sessions, in ladies meetings, in, oh my gosh, you name it. I have picked apart this woman for years. And she isn't some mythical woman that we need to measure ourselves up to every day because that's just not what we need to do. We don't need her to be there and she isn't there for us to feel like a failure when we aren't who she is. She, the Proverbs 31 woman, is an example set for us ladies. Um, She's absolutely there to just help us understand our God-given design. And there's this beautiful book written um, by John MacArthur actually called Divine Design that really dives deeper into our designs as men and women that glorifies God, especially in our marriages. And I'm currently reading that book, um, to be quite honest with you. It's just so incredible. I've had it for years. My husband and I have read, start, started reading it together, and I am just diving back into that book as I love diving into this topic of marriage throughout the month of February. So my one um, most requested question lately has been to talk about marriage. So I thought, well, what another better time than the month of February when we're all celebrating love and being intentional about it and also with my wedding anniversary coming up in about a month's time. So I love this and it just 
just regrounds me in that again. So another favorite book of mine to read is um, A Wife After God's Own Heart. And that was written by Elizabeth George and also a book called Sweethearts for a Lifetime by Carol Mack. So I'm definitely going to be linking, or should I say, um, adding these books in the description box um, of this podcast episode. So you ladies can definitely go and check it out if you want to dive into some really good books um, with marriage related. And there, these are just absolutely a few of my favorite um, books when it comes to our design as women in honoring our husband um, and bringing glory to God. So how do we do this? How do we honor our husbands? Well, ladies, firstly, you need to want to honor your husband because you love him, because he's your best friend, because he's the love of your life, and because the glue between the two of you is God. Have you ever heard of the marriage triangle? So this is going to be an example that I am going to try and explain to you in the best way possible without physically showing you. So hear me out. If you picture a triangle in your mind right now, there are two larger points at the bottom and one point at the top. So if you take the two bottom corners of a triangle, that is you and your husband. So husband and wife. And at the top, it's God. And if you say, for example, put your two fingers on the two bottom points of this triangle and move them towards the top, the two fingers will move closer towards one another. Meaning the closer we move to God inside our marriage, the closer we will move to one another, placing God at the center. But the further we move away from God in the center of our marriage, take your two fingers, point them at the top and move them downwards. See, they're moving further apart. And this is some something that I really love explaining when I speak about marriage. And I'm, 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 I love, love, love the marriage triangle because it's just such a practical way to explain a God-given marriage because we move closer towards one another when we place God at the center of our marriages. Because having him at the center is honorable and, and marriages don't fall apart when they have God as their glue. Marriages are stronger. Marriages are more connected, more close when we have God at the center. Because why? Ladies, God is our ultimate glue that keeps our marriage together. He created marriages. His design is in marriages. So that is why I'm speaking about this from a Christian perspective, because this is absolutely the most beautiful and best way that I can explain this to you. So always remember your marriage triangle. So the first way that you can honor your husband is obviously by honoring God. You bring honor inside your marriage when you are a God-fearing woman uplifting your husband in constant prayer. Um, when you do not, for example, agree with your husband um, and you're instead fighting with him all the time, um, rather, ladies, take it to God and pray about it. Pray about your husband's choices. And I'm not saying that you aren't allowed to make suggestions or give opinions on a subject, but it is absolutely not pleasing to fight and be disrespectful and raise your voice and say harmful things. And I know that we're all human. And it's also not pleasing to say, I told you so. Mm -hmm, ladies, we all know that one. <laughs> 
when our husbands make mistakes and also for them to for us to just say that and just say that we're avoiding them when they make decisions or we're not going to be on their side or stand by them no because it's pleasing to take our worries to god and basically let him tell our husbands i told you so not us and ladies the thing is we are supposed to stand by their sides and not make them feel less than i know that we don't always make the right decisions but like i said it's god's place to pretty much tell our husbands that i told you so is in life not ours um and yes i just want to touch base on this and the thing is i'm also not saying that we need to say yes to every single decision that our husbands make knowing that it's a terrible choice of course absolutely not but what i am saying is that we as wives need to realign how we say things or how we answer or address things in our responses how we give our opinions and how we speak to them and even how we disagree with their choices right ladies yes and like i mentioned i know that we are all human and we have human emotions and we get upset sometimes and we aren't just a bunch of yes men and not and agree with everything that our husbands say and do no i'm just reminding you to keep the way that we do things and the way that we say things in place regardless of our personalities because ladies you all know that i have a bit of an extrovert personality and i'm a very excitable person and those of you who know me on social media you'll know that i do not have a social media husband <laughs> you probably have never seen my husband on my social media page because he's not a social media kind of guy he's an introvert he has a really soft personality and a calmer demeanor than i do and it's easier for me um, to sound dominating inside our marriage or or sound like i'm the one who calls the shots or makes the choices and things like that so it's it's easy and i do understand i completely understand that being human comes into play over here so yes ladies always remember that at the end of the day it's not always what we say but how we say it and ladies remember to pray about it because the way we address our husbands the way we address their decisions or when they come to us and say that they're thinking of doing this or that or they want to make a big life choice or whatever the case may be inside your home remember the way that you can honor your husband and honor god is by the way that you address your husband the way that you speak to him the way that you respect him the way that you stand by his side um through his decisions and when you do not agree with his decisions take them to god the bible says in romans she who stands on her knees can and before god can stand before anyone and that's our role ladies is to go and stand on our knees before god and take everything to him because i know no marriage is perfect and i know that we're all human and we all go through ups and downs inside life inside marriage inside parenting inside our personal things so just hear my heart over here take it to god and pray about it 
And the second way to honor your husband is to always have a filter <laughs> over your mouth when you speak about your husband. Hmm. Ouch, Ellie. <laughs> yes, ladies, I'm going to say this straightforwardly. Watch your tongue when you are talking about your husband, especially in your families. And yes, I know that nobody is perfect and we all do things that are unacceptable or things that we don't agree with, but choose your words carefully. I'm also very much aware that we all need to sometimes vent to someone about our hubbies and there's nothing wrong with seeking some guidance or advice by, say, for example, an older and wiser woman, maybe someone who's been through something similar or like, like the Bible teaches us in Titus 2, um, or even your best friend or your mom. However, do this in an honorable manner. Share your heart in, res in a respectful manner. Ask for help in a way that doesn't make your husband sound less than the dirt on the floor, ladies. I mean, there is a way. Again, it's not exactly what we say, but how we say it. And that's what I'm saying. Share your heart in a respectful manner. And, and this topic is, is absolutely something that I can talk about forever on. Filters, filters, filters. How often are we seeing and hearing of wives who are absolutely breaking down their husbands with their mouths and with their words and even with their actions for that matter? How often are we seeing men feeling unworthy to stand their ground in their homes because their wives are stepping on their heads? Men who are treated like garbage, walked over, spoken to disrespectfully, sworn at, bad mouth to, to their friends and their families. It's incredibly sad. Where is the glue that is the Lord in those scenarios? Where is the respect and honor? And yes, I know, I know that there are just like these scenarios, there are men who do these things. And that is not honorable either. So that's why I'm saying we need the Lord at the center of our marriages. We need God at the as the glue in our marriage. We need him as the top of our triangles in our, in our marriages. And in some marriages, there is so much worldly disruption when we do not place our Lord and Savior at its core. And the only way that these marriages can be beautiful again is when both parties realign their God-given design and role and give themselves as one over to the Lord. And ladies, the only way that we can find true happiness and honor inside our marriages, vice versa, men and women, is when we fulfill God's standards inside our marriages. So ladies, my bottom line over here is when you are speaking to others about your husband, make sure that you talk about his pluses, his strengths, and uplift him. And when you are seeking advice, when it's something that he's done that you don't like or it's something that you do not agree with, do not degrade him when you are doing so. And be selective as well. Be selective of who you are sharing this with. And when you are sharing it with maybe your friends or your family or church members or whoever it is, remember to have your filter up. Yes, share your heart. Yes, talk about the things that you don't agree with or the things that are upsetting you or that you're worried about. But don't degrade him. 
still honor him in seeking this advice or seeking um, guidance in a sense. So yes, ladies, remember this and, and keep up those filters because that is honoring your husband. Another way that you can honor your husband is by being his helper. And this means that you genuinely care for his needs. Um, and this is a fun one. Let me tell you a little story. Before my hubby worked full-time from home, he used to leave the home for work every single day from the day that we got married. And I saw my husband as my pride and joy. So whenever he left for work, he would leave home looking extremely neat because I'd wash and iron his work clothes out of love without him even asking me or just knowing that I do this. And without him even asking or knowing, I would even polish his shoes and pack him his lunch to take along to work. Did he ask me to do these things for him? No. Did he expect me to do these things for him? No. But I did it anyway because I honored him and was his helper. I was helping him so that he did not have to do these things himself. And can he do these things for himself? Of course. But because I honor him for how hard he always works, I wanted, I truly wanted to do this. And I really wanted to help him. Besides, our husband's work among other people. They are noticed, they are spoken to and looked at. And for me, like I said, my hubby was my pride. And if my husband went to work with a dirty shirt or unironed pants, <laughs> I, it felt like it was a reflection of his appearance. And I was proud of his appearance. And, um, you know, like he was proud of his own appearance, I didn't want him sitting in an office dirty or hungry all day or maybe even spending money at the cafeteria each day. So I made an effort and packed him lunches. Um, and you know what, ladies? He actually thanked me for it all the time. My hubby once came home saying that he are, hardly ever sees other men take lunches to work. And he wanted to just thank me for doing that. Wow. Here I felt honored even. So see, ladies, us being their helpers doesn't make us their slaves or whatever. It makes us their helpmeet, which brings honor inside our marriages. And the last topic that I want to share my heart on today is the topic of honoring our husbands in our homemaking. Yes, you didn't think I wasn't going to talk about my most precious and passionate subject, right? Homemaking and honoring our husbands inside our homemaking. So ladies, let me let you in on a little secret here today. Men talk. Yep, men talk. And they talk about their wives and their homes more often than us women actually think. So some men talk to one another about their homes and the states that they're in. Now, ladies, I know, especially in this day and age that we have marriages where both men and women work full-time jobs and both then need to pull their weights inside the house with chores and all that kind of stuff. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the husband doing a load of laundry now and then or washing some dishes. However, when wives do not work and then expect their husbands to do all these things while they're working full-time to provide solely for their households, it's another ball game. Ladies, hear my heart for a second, please. Homemaking is a full-time profession. Our homes are our hearts. Our homes are our pride and our appearance. Let me tell you my story a little bit um, from when I got married. And 
in being married and being a homemaker. And then, um, yeah, you can see, I, I, I wish I could see you lift your eyebrows a little bit while I tell you this story. But when I first got married, I still worked and studied full time, ladies. My husband used to leave work at 3, uh, 5.30 each morning to go to work. Yes, like 5.30 in the morning. So I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning, make some coffee for him and myself, set out a breakfast plate for him on the table while he got dressed. He'd even have his breakfast. And then I would take out his lunch that I had already packed the night before and set it next to his car keys. I would then greet him and he would leave. And then I would feed the dogs, make the bed, open the curtains, throw in a load of laundry some mornings, hang it up to dry so that when it throughout the day so that while I was at work, it would dry. And then when I came home in the afternoons, I could just take it off and fold it up. And I would still get myself ready to leave for work um, for my own full-time job at 7.30. And I would work a full day, come home around 5 p.m., start dinner. And yeah, then when my hub, hubs got home after his long day, just before 6 p.m., he could have a warm plate of food waiting for him because I thought that my hubby deserved to come home to that for working so hard. And yes, I worked hard too. And I was also on my feet all day because like I shared before, I used to work at a wedding venue slash guest lodge, which required me to pretty much be on my feet all day and be up and down all day. However, I still honored my husband by wanting, ladies, wanting him to come home to a clean and warm home and a home-cooked meal. And ladies, some mornings I would even start vacuuming the house after he'd left for work, which I'm pretty sure drove our neighbors quite crazy at the time. <laughs> but I, need to still, I, I needed to still tend to my homemaking regardless if I worked outside or inside of the home full-time. And it was still my profession because it was my pride and joy to take care of our home. You know what, ladies? Did my husband expect me to do all of this without his help? No, but I didn't see it as a burden. I always viewed my homemaking as honoring God and honoring my husband. And in that, I found true joy in doing so. And P.S. <laughs> no, I could not leave the cleaning to a weekend because I even worked on weekends. If you all know, weddings and special functions happen mostly on weekends. And as an event coordinator, I needed to be present for those. So in case you were wondering what I did on weekends. And when I became a mom, hmm, now that's a really, really long different story for juggling it all for a whole other podcast episode. So ladies, my main message today is to encourage you, to motivate you, to honor your husband's and to love your husbands, to pray, pray for him in all of his choices, to ask God to work on his heart, to work in his life, and to work in the areas that God has for his design, and to do all the things because you genuinely want to, because it brings you joy, because it brings you pride, and it honors, it's honoring as well. And ladies, it's supposed to come from the deepest parts of your own heart. And that is mirrored in your home as well as a homemaker, as the manager of your home. And as always, ladies, I want to remind you that you are so worthy. 
You are so beautiful, so loved, and so enough.